In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad move. This show will attempt to find the good, the bad, and the weird, and convey them in a seriously irreverent way. Get ready, adventurer, and as always, we apologize for the inconvenience. Hi, I'm Steven. I'm Aaron. And I'm John. I thought there'd be a lot more people around for our 100th episode. Yeah. Where'd they all go? I don't think it was a good idea trying to record a 100th episode after that party. Yeah. Well, that's why we didn't. Well, that's why we didn't. Because it was that good of a party. It was so good of a party. <laughs> we yeah. Couldn't, that was, that was we couldn't do an episode. It's because that party was thrown right here in the studio. Where that's the, why it was good? or That's why we couldn't record in here, because... Oh, right. I mean, it was... Uh, well, I mean, the idea was... It was a hopping... It was a school night. We could have. We could have. We were here but... till past 10. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> Going crazy. Staying up past 10. It was 10. a Monday night. <laughs> what, did, what did we do? What was the, what was the party? <gasps> we threw our first ever mostly harmless members party. It was a members party. So, Which we, we expanded to include our sponsors and a few other people who have been extremely supportive supportive and involved in what we've been doing. It took a while to try to figure out every, you know, we knew we had a space big enough to hold all the members and, and sponsors that we've had. Right. And then, uh, yeah, tried to open it up to a few more people from there. But, man, yep. we could probably, we could probably ta- pack the Tower Theater downstairs. Sometime. I think we could. I think we could we'll get pretty close here pretty soon of, of getting that, that many people engaged. But before the party here, what did we do? How did that, how did the night start off? So, yeah. So uh, rewind, rewind back to <laughs> it's our hundredth episode. Oh yeah. This is our hundredth episode. Oh yeah. Woo. One. Congratulations, fellas. Congratulations, <laughs> guys. We made I was it. Like, wow. Would it be cool if we could do a podcast that lasted like 10 episodes? <laughs> And now we're at 100. And we haven't been run out of time. Well, if we follow uh, Ira Glass's instructions, we only have to do 150 more before we can say we're good at this. <laughs> it takes 250? Uh, I about, thought it was 10,000. It's 10,000 well, 10, well, hours. That's a five years. Oh, okay. Five years. So for us, that would be 250 episodes, give or take a To be full. good at it or to be as good as Ira Glass? Um, Is he part of the J.D. Salinger Glass family? No. No. I guess because they're fictional. Know you know, that about. shit's about to start getting published. Yeah, that is actually That's totally off topic, but yeah. <laughs> so for our hundredth, so we, that was that was kind of the co. We'd been working on this members party and kind of kept pushing the date, and then I had a realization at some point when I was uploading an episode. I think it was like ninety three. I was like, oh crap, we're like seven away from a hundred. Well, yeah, and the, the party itself, I was telling somebody, went through itself like a hundred iterations, and in fact, was still changing while we were having it. You mean trying yeah. to figure out what trying we were to going to do? Trying to figure out what the party was going to be, who we could, who we would have the ability to host, how many right. we could host. Yeah, because I mean, we've never done something like that in this space, so we were literally figuring this thing out yep. as we were doing it, which is kind of how we've done all of this. Right, it's kind <laughs> of amazing. And even that day, I was like, well, I was going about my day in the city, and I kept running into people, and I just had this flash of crap. I should have invited, invited you, them. so I did. <laughs> Uh, I don't. Once we were downstairs, like crap, we didn't invite Jack. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> uh, so we we pulled some last minute invites. So if you're if you are listening to this and you're like, dang it, I should have been invited. You're, you're right. You probably you probably should have. You probably should have been invited. We, but. I kind of screwed that up. Um, and a part of that too was I've been working with Mailchimp, and this is not a plug for Mailchimp, but I've been working mm. with getting data in there so that we can easily communicate with people. And I relied you gotta on you got to know when we're having a party. Well, then I relied on it. I was like, okay, I got all these names and addresses right. and stuff in MailChimp. Now I can send the email. And I ended up sending three versions of that email because it kept changing. <laughs> well, you know, I noticed that all of mine went to, uh, I guess, I had never changed the settings in my Wafty Show Gmail account. Yeah. And all that stuff went into the promotions tab, which I never bothered to check. Uh, oh, I, well, and that's another thing, too. I actually got a, I, I had a, a few. So uh, I turned that tab off. I had a few uh, people, members reach out post party going, I thought I, I thought I was a member. And I was like, 
You, you are. are. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, what is it? And I, I had a moment of like, oh, crap, what did I screw up? Because the members were obviously the most important thing in that. So I made sure that those addresses got in first. And then it turns out that similar situation, they, they had some filter set up that yeah, directed well, so, them. So, and, and so unfortunately. What, a, what a member is, and I, the original iteration of this was what we called a Wafty Show Night. It Correct. was your way oh. of monetarily contributing to the show without really a promise of getting anything in return except us continuing to work and develop the show. Correct, correct. And so we uh, we had a wafty night or two, and yeah. then we turned that into members because that became kind of um, a high-level way of getting anybody to help out with any of our shows, not just the wafty right. show, but we have more shows, the bubble, all so in, now, grounded sounds, you know, yeah, um, yeah. conversations over coffee, Mitchell Talks, um, whoever. So members are people who, on a monthly basis, contribute monetarily to our show. Correct. Um, so that is who we keep referring to when we refer to people who are members or people who have just given us money. And yeah. then we also included sponsors. Right. Local businesses who have assisted yeah. us or given us and, you know, materials And even that has to be kind of clear because some of the sponsors don't sponsor us directly. They, uh, we had quarters here in the Tower Studio. And while it, it probably seems like the same thing, it's technically a, a slightly different entity. And so some of the sponsors like Anthem sponsor the studio and by by proxy, because we're here, we benefit from it, and so we talk about it. And that that's part of the deal that we've worked out with them is more things happen in the studio than mostly harmless. Although right now, mostly harmless is mostly what happens here. <laughs> <laughs> they mostly come out at <laughs> night, mostly, mostly. mostly. Um, Wait, what anyways, is that from? that's from Aliens. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, but at the same time, we have some other people who've supported us and over the years, whether that's just being friendly or being supportive or supporting us on social media or helping us track down shows. Um, I invited, for example, in that regard, uh, we invited folks from Bumbershoot that they've always been, oh, yeah. always been just like on the trigger. Many guests and yeah. And has really sponsored media rooms at dead center. Which is true. Yeah. Um, and downtown OKC, um, <clears throat> those ladies, mostly ladies, uh, have just been great about everything and constantly supporting everything in the city and not to mention us. Um, but then we also, we actually do have a couple of sponsors. Uh, well, take them back. I have one sponsor now who is actually sponsoring mostly harmless as a whole. And I, I really think that this is a significant one for me because it's something we've been trying to do for a while, which is have merchandise, merchandise like swag and yeah. so shirts and uh, the, yeah, we towel. had some surprises that night. Yeah. Too. So Oklahoma shirt company uh, is a local shirt printer. They do, they already do a lot of business with some big names. They print a lot of the thunder shirts at the games. They do like the Memorial marathon I mean, like shirts. Those thunder shirts that you see dripped over the seats when you go to a yeah. playoff game. It's Oklahoma shirt company. And then they also have like a shirt of the month deal where they design a unique design every month and you can subscribe to them and ship it out. Anyway, uh, turns out an old friend of mine, I didn't connect to the dots at the time, but an old friend of mine owns the company and I reconnected with them and went and talked and kind of, I got to tour the place. It's freaking awesome. Their whole operation back there. And we just started exchanging and I was explaining what I was doing. And he was just like, yeah, he's like, I like crazy ideas and you, <laughs> you sound crazy. So let's do this. Um, so he I'm produced, sorry if they're not the one who does it, but are there ones who did Jack Fowler's octopus? Shirt? No, that's okay. OKC. Like S E E, oh, the, okay. That they're based out okay. of film. So we have, we have a couple of local T-shirt companies. There's, there's multiples. Yeah, and there's they, some make, good they all make great products. The Oklahoma Shirt Company is now one of, and they produced our mostly harmless T-shirts. So we yes, now have mostly harmless T-shirts. Really cool. I opted for white because it was easy, and our logo. Hey, I love white, white T-shirts, man. Oh, and somebody told me a couple. I don't remember when this was, but a few months ago, I had a conversation with somebody, and it came up. It was like nobody makes white. T-shirts. Yeah, right I now. thought like just give all me a the white logo tees are black or heathered gray mm -hmm. or blues or whatever. Nobody makes white ones, and our logo was on a white background. So yeah, I was like, dude, just put my put the cube big on the chest, white T-shirt, and boom, he did it, and we have them. Um, so if you are a member and you either didn't pick up your shirt at the party and you were here, or you missed the party and you'd like it, uh, please reach out. You can email email me at uh, just in, email info at mostlyharmless.media. And we'll work out whether you can pick it up or I'll ship it to you or whatever. Um, and you guys don't even know this because I did it today and haven't had time to tell anybody. But, but um, I went ahead and set up an online shop. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. So you can go to mostlyhomers.media now and there's a shop tab. 
Nice. Or you can buy a shirt and we'll we'll ship it to you. And, and that's a, another way of supporting the show. And a towel? Uh, I'm going to add the towels. So okay. that's another thing we had Oklahoma Shirt Company do for us is we, you know, everything in this organization from at least I have my hands on is named after the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And, you know, a, a hitchhiker in the galaxy, you're always supposed to know where your towel is. There's you post somebody posted to I the did. Wafty I show. Did. I made the actual quote. Yeah. So go to the Wafty Show Facebook page, and you'll see a quote from the Hitchhiker's Guide and John that explains up the towel. Um, that explains why the towel is so important, all the many uses of the towel. But you're always supposed to know where your towel is. So and this is more of a uh, uh, what do you call it? Novelty, um, a souvenir novelty souvenir. towel. It's not a full size towel. No, it's, it's a, not it's a bath a, towel. But it's a it's shop just, towel. It's, it's a shop towel. It's a novelty uh, item that that's fun to have. It's you can hang it on your wall. You can. Yeah, you know, I like it. It's great for party fouls too. It's great for party fouls. Yeah, and I, toss them the towel. I was gonna like make the case of trying to get a more substantial towel, but after I got these, I was like, you know what I really like about this is you could actually just carry this around with you. You like, can literally you carry really it around. You really can't have it. And that actually sounds like really that would can. be like the next book in the series, a more substantial towel. If you if Douglas Adams was still alive, a more well, substantial towel. The last one wasn't by him. So That's true. They, the, the reason the towels aren't on the shop yet is because I only got a small quantity of them initially, and they're so unique right now, I kind of wanted to have them around, ensure that I have them around. But just check back. Now that we have Oklahoma Shirt Company on board, and we're going to be looking forward to some more ways that we can, one, you know, market. These things are marketing items. You put one of our T-shirts on, and you're a walking billboard. Um, and I purposely didn't put the words on the shirt because I kind of wanted it to be one of those things that it engaged people to ask you what it was because it's not a logo everybody knows, but it's substantial and big and clear and like, okay, what is this that's on your shirt? Well, what would be awesome someday is if we could make like a 3D version of that cube and have it lit up out here on the front of the building. Would that ever be possible? We'll see. That's <laughs> not a bad idea. If we can get more members and we need more, more sales. members. We need money for a sign. Yeah. So it took us this long. It's taken almost two years to get to 100 episodes. Right. Uh, and we've come a long way, man. I cannot uh, even, I feel like going into a retrospective, which I know we've done before, but... Yeah, it's a, we've well, sat down a, and done this a hundred more than a hundred times. Yeah, more than a hundred times. Really. Yeah, because there were practice episodes. There well, were we lost the, episodes. We have one lost episode. We have the which some that we forgot to record. We have <laughs> we have uh, some that we thought we recorded and didn't. <laughs> right. So there's a, there's the lo- there's one lost episode. There's also the unreleased episode that we did. The lost episode. Who was that? That was um, that was uh, Pete Berzicki. From, oh uh, yeah, that was, great, that, that was, was a, a great, great episode, episode too. Oh, I felt I felt bad about. We that. need to reach back out to him yeah. and get him back on here, Pete. If you listen, I think because we, 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 we need to take another. Yeah, yeah. This would be, be a good test. Pete Brzezicki is uh, is okctalk.com. Yeah, he's the proprietor of that site. And if you ever get a chance to hang out and, and talk to Pete, you should oh, take man. it. He is an endlessly can, interesting fellow. Yeah, he is a wealth with a lot of insight and a wealth of knowledge about this city. But in retrospect, you know, one of the things you were you're getting ready to go down the rabbit hole of what we did the other night. But in retrospect, one of the things I I always tell people because it, it's tr- it's the truth is that part of the inspiration for Wafty Show was the pump. It's part of the reason right. we freak out about it all the time. Is that was the thing that was going on that we got excited about <clears throat> two years ago. You know, and if you live in Oklahoma City, you know that in the last two years there's been a substantial uptick in what's been happening from developments to huge events to whatever. I think we've tripled the number of festivals we have in two <laughs> years. I think we've quadrupled the number of restaurants and cool places Easily. to go. And there's more coming. There's more residences. Mm-hmm. There's something like 50,000 residences coming yeah, online. They just announced City. plans for another. Yeah, that $70 million project yeah, over Film that, Row. Like, yeah. It's just out You'll of You'll be able control. to live in Film Row without going to jail, without having to do <laughs> it in the yeah, you yeah. Might, county prison. You might have a balcony view of the county jail, but... <laughs> <laughs> so when the party ended up coinciding with the... And so back to that, when I realized that we were at episode like 93, I finally looked at the calendar and counted it out and was like, oh, that's when the 100th episode will air let's do the party on that day. Um, and so kind of started leaning towards that way. And then as with everything, uh, we missed an episode. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot going on. Yeah, we had a lot going on. <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. And we ended up missing an episode, which pushed everything back yeah. a week, but we'd already kind of locked in that date for the party. 
And so that was, yeah, because that, that itself changed the party. So, right. And so what happened is we came up with this idea of what I eventually called the wafty show experience. Cause I, I had this, I don't know what I was thinking of, but it was kind of like a Disney esque reference ride. Like you go and have the, uh, okay. the 3d experience yeah. of being in the, whatever. And so with kind of like what better way to celebrate a hundred boom, we've been two years, get people experience. We're going to have a party here. What can we do? Hey, the bunker club is downstairs and it's not open yet. And that's our thing. Like meet these people, learn about what's going on, get excited about it. And so for the members that showed up early, we actually got a little private look inside the bunker club. It's further away than it was going to be. When Ian we and first Joe gave it. us a nice tour of, of the facilities. Yeah. Ian and Joe. And, Joey. uh, so people got to kind of experience what it was like to be us a little bit in terms of, you think they liked it? Yeah. Yeah. I think the people that were there had, I, I thought, I think they thought it was cool. Um, it, it was hard for me to gauge because I've been in that space like 400 times already. <laughs> um, and so I walked in there and I was like, Oh, this is exactly like it was yesterday. But I think to everybody else, it was like, Oh, this is really cool to kind of it's see a- it. A work in progress. Yeah, yeah, it's it's probably eighty percent there. It's mostly least, just finish. Yeah, and stuff it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be kind of dark inside. Mm-hmm. It'll be a pretty dark bar. The yeah. floor is like this black lacquer with gold flakes in it. Yeah, and uh, I, my favorite feature of it so far are the bathrooms, uh, which yeah. is interesting because the pump has an interesting feature <laughs> with their bathrooms playing the books on tape. But these bathrooms, they're they're tiled in this shiny black tile that. Uh, it makes you think of that scene in like the sixth Harry Potter movie, fifth yeah. Harry Potter movie, Department of Mysteries. At the Department of Mysteries, where they're it does look like traveling the through so the that's, fireplaces. It looks like that hall in those bathrooms. That's the fun thing about the Bunker Club, as we pointed out. Those a couple of connect. You know, so the pump has the Harry Potter books playing. The Bunker Club has the black tile bathrooms, right. and it has the closet under the stairs. Oh yeah, so yeah, Joey's yeah, office is under the stairs. Yeah, yeah. just like Harry's like, bedroom. So yeah, so we got to a little preview of the Bunker Club, and then we brought everybody up here and we partied. Yeah, we partied. We had party. live music. We had. Uh, we didn't have food trucks. We didn't have we food didn't trucks. Have food but Grounded trucks. Sounds provided quite the spread. Yeah. yeah. So I have to shout out to Jen and Grounded Sounds. Jen did Sound great. Yeah. Cellar Door Music Group. Uh, I was texting her that afternoon. I was like, I've been thinking that maybe we should have some food, but I don't know what to do. And da da da. And she's like, Well, do you just want me to take care of it? And I was like, oh, sure. Yeah, that'd be great. And she comes. Yeah. With I can't believe she spread. took care of it that fast. She that, immediately went to Sam's awesome or wherever word. and like made these little sandwiches and had fruit and cheese trays and desserts. And that she had signs printed. Yeah, like, she even printed signs. <laughs> it looked like a professional caterer. It did. Yeah. yeah. It was very professional. Um, so thank you. And then we had that. professional live musicians. Yeah. And so I had her curate the music too. And she brought... Um, Steven Salon, which I was that guy was, was great. unbelievable, Compl- and I was completely unfamiliar with him. Like, never Me heard too. his name before in my life. And which I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine, whatever, I don't care, book him. And then when he started playing, I was just like, oh, wow, his wow. voice is yeah, he's awesome. almost ethereal. It's almost uh, he's almost like a bluesier version than or bluesier version of a uh, oh, who's the guy who started the blues to begin with? Thinking Robert Johnson, yeah. He had a, like a bluesier voice than Robert Johnson, I thought. Okay. I, I know that I might be a long shot, but no, I mean, that's his voice was that as soon as he started singing, like this was a party and this is a room that is kind of loud. Um, and I would say, you know, there were probably 30 people in here. That doesn't sound like a lot, but 30 people in this room, in this space is loud and it feels crowded. And the minute he started singing, everybody shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just immediately the whole place just got quiet and everybody turned and just looked at him. Well, his style walked. of playing and, and just watched his vocals. He's, he's, he's very soothing. Yeah. So that's yeah. why he's, I mean, very, he's got that. He's very quiet. And it was blue. And it's, I would call it, I don't know. It was bluesy folk. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't twangy like Robert Johnson, but he just had this mm-hmm. kind of his music and the way he played guitar and his, his vocals commanded attention. Yeah. It, it was, was awesome. It was unexpected and it was a treat. Yep, 100%. Um, and we actually did record his performance, oh, really? um, both audio and 
well, I haven't double checked, but we did attempt to record video. I'm assuming it worked. Um, I haven't had time to really review footage. Um, but to hype back to our membership thing. So those will be produced and, uh, we're going to release that as premium content for our members. So our members that were here can relive it. Those of you that missed it can, can get a taste of it. And for all of our future members, you'll have access to it. Um, and you can get invited to a party where it happens. And you can do a party party. Cause I, I've already got the feedback I got already from most people was that it was fantastic. And the plan was always to do those events and do more of them. And I think and, we'll and, start and doing Shan them of Citizens Bank loved it. Crystal Yosef yeah. Bumbershoot said she had a great time. So everybody. There were some special guests here who said that, <laughs> you know, they almost felt a little nervous and were overwhelmed with how awesome it, it was. Awesome. But then, I think my favorite surprise of the night, though, we didn't know you that you had set this up, was uh, you Skyped a Joshua Path in yeah. <laughs> on the big TV. So John and I had walked outside and missed it, but I liked it better that we came in that way because yeah. somebody had said, you need to go back upstairs. And I yeah. ran up the stairs and just saw him. I was like, Josh! Yeah. <laughs> just saw him on the screen and he was already playing Cement Truck, well, our theme funny. song. I got Cement Truck. To, I'd gotten up there. Cement Truck. <laughs> I'd gotten up there to speak <laughs> and we had some, the studio lights were dimmed the room lights were dimmed and we had the studio lights on. So I couldn't really see. So I, I wasn't aware that you guys had walked out of the room. So <laughs> I just went forward with it. And, yeah. uh, but yeah, so we had Joshua pass Skype in. He performed our theme song for us and another song, which I think was great because we talk about him a lot and, or have talked about him a lot. <clears throat> and those people, I don't think I've ever met, seen, experienced him. I mean, outside of our theme song. Um, yeah, I don't think un, so. Un, 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 unless they had been to one of the Paseo Amphitheater concerts yeah, I, that there he were, did. There were some people in here who had been to a Paseo Amphitheater show. But which, yeah, I'd say a majority of the people had not really seen much stuff from Joshua Path outside of that. Yeah, so we had But Josh. it was a treat. He played two songs for us. After that, he played uh, a Come song and join the, the first living. album. Yeah. Come and join the living. Yeah. But it was it was awesome because he uh, you know what a, what size is that TV is that a forty eight inch TV up there something like that yeah and I had him had him skyped in and of course you know it's two way so it was kind of it was in this very weirdly like Josh was here at the party yeah um I was like I wanted to run up and hug the TV <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a better telepresence device later and we can, you can it did it, it did definitely feel like living in the future because we were. You know, standing up there in front of all those people and hanging out and talking to Josh, you know, it was yeah. something that and then couldn't have imagined 20 years after ago. After Josh, we had Vona Pearl perform, which oh. I didn't find out until later was actually their first public performance. Yes. Yeah, that's what they said. Um, well, they didn't. I don't. And they didn't realize they, they didn't were realize coming it was going to be a public performance. <laughs> what they think it was. They just thought Jen had invited them back to do like another studio session type thing because <laughs> oh. they had been on Grounded Sounds before. Um and I don't know where the wires got crossed there, but I'm glad they did. Yeah, because they man they they harmonize well together. Yeah, and they're really good. I'm I a, didn't catch the name of the of the of the guy who played guitar but didn't sing. His guitar playing. Oh, that's Chavez. Yeah, he's oh my God. he's awesome. Chavez and then that Chelsea was mind blowing. And I think the the guy in the middle was I think his name was Darren. I'm really bad at names, yeah. so I apologize. But um, check them out. Check out Stephen Salon. Check out Josh Pat. They were here. They were all. Absolutely awesome. And then after that, we just we hung just out continue to and party. just continued to party. We had... There was plenty of liquor. Anthem obviously stocked us up. Um, we I went out and got some Prairie Wolf stuff. Um, they are going to become a fixture here in the studio going forward because that whiskey is so damn drinkable. It's dangerous. Yeah. Holy crap. Uh, and I'm actually a big fan of their Coffee Dark, too. I have yet to actually put it in coffee, but... Is it yeah. that I see a bottle sitting over there? I can't, it's dark. I can't yeah. wait till we get our refrigerator so we can yeah. Yeah. have some mixers and some ice in there because I keep coming in here wanting to make like a drink with make this terrible vodka and there's Yeah. We'll get we're it. Not, we'll we're not we're not quite there yet. We'll get it going. So yeah, so that was that was our party. It was fantastic. We're gonna do more of them. That was so our first one. I mean we we even had an after party at Savings and Loan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We kind of went yeah, debriefed at Savings and Loan a bit. Yeah. So but, you know, we've done retrospectives. We threw our a party for our members for our 100th. Instead of trying to maybe go back and do a little bit of a retrospective, what does 2017 hold for us? Well, now, wait a minute. Do you want to do that? No, because we're doing that next week. Oh, we are? Yeah, that's not this episode. <laughs> oh, well, that's shit. next week's episode. I'm already, I'm already, look, I'm yeah. already ready to get out of you're looking forward. To, you're looking forward to the looking forward episode. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the looking forward. 
So yeah, it was a quick plug so for next week. Uh, we're bringing as told by Chad and Chelsea oh, back that's in. Right. Um, and we've reached out to a bunch of people that we feel like are in the know about what's going on in Oklahoma city. And I've just asked what's coming up in 2017, all these festivals. Most of you guys already have your dates booked. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. By the time now we are so busy by the time a year comes to an end, the entire next year is already booked out. Yeah. So, so you should already know what you're doing for every festival and weekend. So check us out next week and get an idea of what's coming in 2017. Cause we're ready. So ready for that. I'm so and, ready for it. And then what is, is it uh, is Saturday Christmas? What day is Christmas on? Is it Sunday? Sunday is Christmas. The sun, that would be. Yeah. 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 Holy cow. Yep. So yeah, this is gonna. I guess this is also the Christmas episode then, because this would come out the yes. day, the, the Monday. So yeah, this hundred so is, is also is, our Christmas is this episode. Yeah, is this episode then also post two year party at the pump? Um, yes, because that's Saturday. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, Saturday, Saturday So that was awesome. I hope you got yeah, to that. Was that. Great. <laughs> that that two year blast at the pump was fantastic. They always do a Barbarella themed. Yep. So I like that, again, oh God, we keep insane. talking about the pump, but I like that our, our birthday basically coincides. It now with does. Theirs, yeah, so it's pretty kind much. of, it'll, and the bunker club will kind of follow it too. Technically, our birthday is January, January 5th, 5th. 5th. Yeah. which actually was supposed to be the opening date for the bunker club, but it got pushed back. Again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did it really? So, Wafty, the pump, bunker club, our anniversary dates will always kind of coincide. Yep. Um, also, a BC Clark. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> I don't care about that. Should the three of us do a version of that song nope. for Christmas? No. People would like it. They would love it. No. And then maybe we can sell it to BC Clark. <laughs> I think we get sued by BC Clark. Would, no, they likely. would not sue us, you think? Probably. Well, we're giving everybody. We're not, it's not like we're selling jewelry with it or making money off of it. Yeah, I would. If you want to buy some jewelry, hit me up. I'll, I'll find something to sell you. <laughs> jewelry is the gift to give. Shut up. <laughs> You nope. know, it is the gift that'll live and live. All right. Well, it's been fun on this episode. It's going to be kind of short today, but I'm going to hit stop here. <clears throat> but yeah. Wow. So a hundred. Wow. 100. Parties and members. And There's a studio cat now. Hey, did you guys see that they uh, released the top five wishes that the uh, I don't, I don't Santa Claus is in Manhattan? Is. I think, I think is you made that shit up I didn't, because I didn't it make this sucks. Up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this off. No. <laughs> no, this is... So the Santa Clauses, there's quite a few of them in Manhattan. And uh, so these are the top uh, requests that people have been asking Santa for Christmas. Uh, number five, uh, transparency. Number four, lime Skittles, which that actually would have been that's why I one think of you, mine. That's what made me think it was you. That's what made I me just, think it was you. I just you. happened to agree with that one a lot. <laughs> yeah. Number three is to replace the Trump Tower with a life-size replica of Nakatomi okay, Plaza. That also made me think of you. Yes. Which is the... So you're saying these Santas <laughs> just happened to come up with five things Nakatomi that you Nakatomi Plaza love? is the building in Die Hard. Um, number two, a remake of Friday the 13th Part 7, Jason Takes Manhattan, featuring the Muppets. So kind of a little bit of a crossover there. And of course, number one, a muted trumpet. Um, so yeah, those are the top five requests that a muted Manhattan trumpet Santa's is, have a been muted getting. trumpet to me is just, it's indicative of sadness. It is loneliness. Kind of walking by yourself with your coat pulled tight. Like that, uh, like that Don Henley song. Oh, uh, uh, New York Minute. Yeah, New York Minute. He went down to the station and he never came back. Yeah. They found his clothes scattered somewhere down the track and he won't be down on Wall Street anymore. anymore. In a New York minute. That is minute. the sound of a muted trumpet. There's some Christmas <laughs> songs, though, that use the sound of a muted trumpet. Yeah, I don't. I think we lost Steven here. Yeah, don't care. <laughs> Done. Well, what do you want for Christmas? Did we, we already, already did this. this. We already we're, did, we're this. did that. Yeah. You're just not. That's why. Your head is not in the game. I got to quit having That's why I was tying in the top five. life-changing events in my you life. You got to keep up here, son. Jeez. Well, and then walking over here, it's we're already getting freezing rain. and Oh, yeah. no, this is what's here. So we're recording this on a Thursday night. Friday, it's going to be like 67. I but don't think it's going to hit 67 Saturday, tomorrow. Saturday, this cold front comes in. So by the time you listen to this episode, we've already gone through our like seven degree temps. Which is, this is Sunday. why I can't get over this freaking head cold. Yeah. I can't either. I've had the sniffles for a freaking month now. Yeah. It's just, I'm just... I'm just resigned to the fact that get the stuff behind the counter, man. I just been, I just been hitting my bottle of Mucinex DM like a flask <laughs> at night. 
What I happened? just been hitting my flask in there. <laughs> you know, uh, whenever you take that cold medicine, you're not supposed to drink the entire bottle of Robitussin D. Yeah, but it makes me feel better. I thought that's what it <laughs> yeah. said on the directions. It just said chug. <laughs> but it just says drink me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, so uh, what else we got going on? hundred... Have we talked about a hundred episodes yet? Did we say that? Yeah, yeah, no, it's this is the hundredth episode. <laughs> we have to say that a hundred times in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> the the train horns still blowing in the background. Yeah. I've got my C9 Christmas lights up in my house, which I love those. That's that's classic Christmas for me, seeing just the standard old ceramic. C9 colored lights on a house. The kind that you shoot out with a BB gun from your neighbor's house? You could. Yep. Um, I went and bought two new strands. And you, know, was, you can still buy new? You yes. can, yeah, well, that, last year I didn't see them at Lowe's, but I walked into Lowe's this year and they had some. But also the trick is... Um, Whenever they put that stuff out on the shelves, you know, that's all they that's all they put right out. Then. So the moment that they put out Christmas decorations, whatever you need or want for that season, you have to go there and get it then because they don't they don't restock the shelves, you know. No, no, why would you? But I walked in there and they had they had some C9s and so I bought a couple more boxes um, and cannibalized some old strands. And then I walk out on the porch tonight and two of the bulbs that are out are the bulbs that are on the new freaking strands. Yep. And that that's happen? why incandescent that bulbs happen? suck. <laughs> so, because there's a little piece of metal in there about the width of your hair. I know. I shouldn't question it. I mean, that's that's one of the you know frustrations I'm of Christmas time. Pretty sure they make LED C9s now that look identical to Okay, the old well, ones. I bought some LED C9s last year and they're terrible. I, I couldn't go they back the and ones use with them the again. weird like prism. Yeah. Bowl. Yeah. And then, like suck. you look at them and like you throw up and fall down. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't feel like Christmas. Yeah. I don't like those. But I think they make ones now that are like Yeah, coded, that like, makes sense. Like that. So But I think I'm I'm gonna stick with those uh good old ceramic C9s for as long as I possibly can. Yeah, they're just gonna. They're, they're just, gonna just they're fail made, on you. I think they're made out of pure crude oil and methane. So, <laughs> probably I think we're good. So yeah. Well, get out there and finish up your last minute shopping. Buy something for me. Make it nice. Yeah. You're more than welcome to buy something for us. Yeah. yeah. I'm not much of a gift giver. We so I'm probably not going to get you We don't even anything, have a Christmas tree here in the studio. Dude, What's that, up yeah, with yeah, that? There's what are, no we have a bunch of tree. Grinches. Like we have had, had Scrooges. Like I've had time for that. Like there, <laughs> that, that that spot behind your head is a great spot for a miniature Christmas tree. Or like, uh, or like one of those, like I've had time. Like one of those old porcelain game. Christmas trees that has the little light bulbs in it. I like those. Or maybe, I uh, maybe get you, <laughs> maybe get well, you, you a manger scene. It. It'll there. be behind your head. I have to look at it like every day. It's, so I think we're, we're going to close us out by the three of us singing "Away in a Manger." Is nope. that what it was? <laughs> We're not even near Silent ready night? to close it out unless you guys just want to call it short. Well, I want to call it short. Let's do something fun. So let's you got a fun see. story. <clears throat> trying to think if there was a do we if we we haven't done anything. We're getting ready to go do some something interesting. But we, yeah, we, you we'll, know, we, we'll we're, we're trying to talk about eventually getting back into doing adventure. Yeah, that's something we kind of fell off on because we haven't really gone out as the three of us like we did to begin this. You're right, we haven't. So, but I think you know we're we got that on the plan for tonight. We do. And, I think there's enough new stuff coming. We're not going to have any any lacking of that. No. And we've got feelers out there with other projects. There's probably at least one chance or opportunity of us taking some kind of trip somewhere for something yeah, we've at been, some point we've in been time. We've toying around with the idea of a trip for kinda a while. Kind of like how last year we went to Hollywood. In March. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess that, uh, that trip this year. to Tulsa to see Roger Waters for the 900th time. Oh, yeah, we count? are going to go see Roger Waters. <laughs> Next year we're going to go see Roger Waters. Uh, a new tour, the us, us and, and them. them tour. Thanks to Brent for yeah, yeah. Helping us pick those see up. Roger Waters for the umpteenth time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would see him an umpteenth time more. That's another reason why I'm so glad we went and bought tickets to that second night of, of the David Gilmore oh show, God. so I could at least say that I've seen David Gilmore more than once. You know. Yeah, I, I wish I would have could have stayed around for that. Somebody uh, had actually uh, text messaged me a picture the other morning asking me if I knew what it was, kind of like test testing me and open it up. And it was that famous shot of, um, I think it was the division bell tour when they played in, um, Venice. 
So, you know, there's a, there's like kind of the water stage. Remember that picture of David Gilmore set yes. up on that stage? And then the audience is people in boats. Yes. It's Venice. Oh, yeah. Um, and that was that. He sent me that picture. He's like, do you know what this is? It's like, I know that picture. That's oh. a Division Bell tour. And everybody in the audience were all in their boats in Venice watching David Gilmore up there on stage doing doing some Division Bell stuff. Pulls apart and marooned. Mm. That's the only thing about yeah. David that I agree about that Roger thinks of him and that he's uh, lazier than Roger. Because Roger will do a 120-stop tour where David will go, you know, like a 12-stop tour. Right. Yeah, but like especially with The Wall, that damn show was so expensive. The only yeah, way you're going to pay it off is that. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was mind-numbingly blowing, the visual effects. Like, you know, we see some of the stuff that Chad does with his small setup of projection mapping. And, you know, that's what this wall tour, you know, used kind of when projection mapping was still a pretty new thing that most people had not seen. It was mind-blowing what they pulled off with that. Because yeah. you'd never... We had never seen that before. Yeah. That's very much Roger Waters' style, too, because, you know, when they were playing in the 60s and 70s doing their crazy light show stuff, that's kind of, they were on the cutting edge. And that's what's awesome is that Roger still is with a showmanship, anyway. Yeah. So hopefully we'll start having concerts downstairs. Downstairs. In 2017. Yeah. The Tower Theater, um, has finally received its red curtains. If oh, you haven't yeah, the seen the tweets about that, yeah, they're so we're they're we're, we're set for we hopefully got, some awesome concerts <laughs> right here in Uptown. You know, there's yeah. a tip for people too. Is like if you've always wanted to see inside the Tower Theater, you can you, look in there. Anytime all you, you have want. to do is just go to Savings and Loan, hang out there. When you go to the bathroom downstairs, you can peek into it's right there, the Tower Theater, and see inside of it. Yeah. See the red curtains yeah, hanging you can go, up. You can go look in that theater anytime you want. Just because the whole, all the the front of that is glass. So you feel like just, snooping around. Mm -hmm. You can do a bit of snooping. Reach over and check to see if they forgot to lock the doors. I'm trying to think if they're. I've just, I, I haven't really been doing anything just because of so much crap going on. But you're usually always just in here. Oh. I uh, was on Facebook the other night, and Grounded Sounds was. They're broadcasting a live performance on Facebook. Yeah. We're going to be moving. I mean, generally speaking, Shane if, we, Henry and if we want to Maggie McClure. Maggie McClure. We can do a little bit of preview of, of more of what's coming for us as, as a whole is, you know, one of the things that we're, we should be doing relatively early in the new year. Um, it's a process regardless, but we're going to be launching an app Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's going to really be... The uh, MHM <clears throat> app. The MHM app. It's going to house all the shows there. Um, and it's really great just because it'll be an easy place to find everybody and listen to it. That's where you'll you can, find the next 100 shows. You can listen to them offline, you know, all that great stuff. But at the same time, it's also going to act as a, as a portal into the premium content for the members. So it'll be really great because of stuff like that. You need like, to add those to the bullet points. Yeah, well, uh, I, I gave you that job, and you. Well, I did, there's there's some information I didn't have there when I was writing. Yes. Is that also going to give you access to the store as well? Would you be able to shop? See, that would be awesome. I think no, I did put that you on put there. That I put on the there. thing I on there that, that it doesn't do. I was, like, <laughs> I, was, I, was I was writing the description and the bullet points for but the. No, I mean, the store is available from the, the from the website. Uh, you could just go there. The website you can still get all the shows and everything. Same same functionality, but the app is cool because. Again, it'll just centralize everybody. And then it also, it, it's cross-platform. That's another big deal is it's cross-platform. It's on Android. It's on Windows. It's on iOS. And because um, and Android still does not have a native podcast app. That's like, crazy. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, <clears throat> so it'll be great for that kind of thing. And you can, again, you can save stuff online. So if you're traveling, you can preload a bunch of shows up on it and do all that kind of jazz. Um, and it'll give you a little bit easier method to communicate with us. It has some the email and phone and Twitter and all that stuff is kind of right. Do we have in a there. phone number? Uh, I do technically have, uh, I set up a Skype phone number more for the tower, but I'm using it as a general catch all. It, it forwards right now to my cell phone. So if you got an <laughs> app and called, you'd be calling me. Um, but it, you know, we'll, we'll see if all of a sudden I start getting a bunch of phone calls from people, well, great. We'll, we'll figure out a solution to yeah, handle who, that better. Who calls anymore? <laughs> I don't know, but it's there. 
you can Skype angry it. people. Um, I yeah. the Skype thing was actually kind of a, a fun experiment. I did that for a number of reasons. One, I'm I'm brainstorming ways to help Josh improve his. He's been doing a lot of live streaming, and I'm brainstorming ways to help improve the audio quality that he's getting across those. And then two, I kind of wanted to experience uh, what you know the possibility of having people call in and be a part of the show. Yeah. Um, cause that way we might potentially expand our reach or some of the other shows could expand their reach to people outside of that would be cool to have that kind of infusion of new voices yeah. change up the show a little bit by having somebody call in because there's some of my favorite podcasts have people who call in or people who write in my bim bam is people who write in. Yeah. The best show always has people who call in. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, that's a hard thing for us because our schedules are so erratic in terms of We never when know we when record. we're going to be doing it. We can't give you a solid time on when we're going to be doing this. But that doesn't mean we can't schedule with somebody or, you know. I think that's something that we're all entertained. I guess next we could put it out on social media and Twitter like, hey, in one hour, we're going to be recording an episode. So if you're around, dial this number. Sure. And we'll take a call for you on this recorded episode. Sure. Because you know, as look you people some- know, this is not live. It's not? It's not. Oh, that sucks. Oh, to me. Burst all those bubbles right now. Yeah, it sucks. But I would say one of the things in general for the whole network next year is there are some there's some things in the works that could potentially change a lot of the format of how we do things in terms of what we're doing and how we're releasing. And it's all for the better. I mean, you could see more video components you could see more live streaming components like what you're seeing happen with grounded sounds grounded sounds is kind of my beta test for that stuff right now i'm trying to figure out the secret sauce that makes that work really well and i'm almost there it was almost there that shane henry and maggie mcclure stream was one of the better ones um but i had a couple little tweaks i need to make now they were playing christmas music weren't they they're playing christmas music that's their christmas episode that'll go out next wednesday did they play little drummer boy no did they play the B.C. Clark song? No. I th- it came up on a midnight clear? I want to say that they were original tunes. I yeah, I didn't recognize. The one wrong. tune that New I tuned into, yeah. I did not recognize. Because they had a copy of their EP um, that they gave us. And so I'm, I'm assuming those were originals, actually. When I'm doing those kinds of things, I'm so caught up in monitoring and making sure everything's still running. I'm not always actively listening to what's going on, so I couldn't tell you for sure. But that kind of off subject, but the music thing reminded me of um, a story a friend of ours told us the other night. He was in the hospital after a surgery, and we went up there to visit him. And it's a father of one of our friends, and he grew up in southeastern Oklahoma in Stringtown, um, which is where Reba McIntyre's family is from. And his grandpa used to own the feed mill, um, like somewhere outside of, oh, I guess it was McAllister. And back behind his grandpa's house were these caves, and that's where Pretty Boy Floyd, the old famous Oklahoma gangster, used to hide out. So he was telling us these stories when he was a little kid. He could remember Pretty Boy Floyd coming over to his grandpa's house, buying eggs from his grandpa. And then there was one time that they would go to, I guess, some kind of dance hall, and there was the, the McIntyre family, or the, they called themselves the McIntyre Singers. It was her and her sister and her brother. And he can remember when he was yeah, a they kid. Yeah, like, they would go out to the local country yeah. dance halls to get their live music. He remembers when he was a little boy dancing with Reba McIntyre. Oh, because I guess we were watching TV in the oh, hospital yeah. room, and Reba McIntyre, that's why that got brought up. But I was like, Reba McIntyre was doing Christmas songs yeah. and pentatonics much. But they weren't originals. They were doing. But it was just, oh, yeah. it was nice having Classics. that moment sitting there, you know, talking with, you know, one of your elders and hearing some of these stories that it's kind of a good reminder, you know, talk to your, you know, your parents and grandparents and get those stories and things from them with a little bit of that colorful history that I don't, I don't have any gangsters living up behind my house. That would be, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. You live in the Paseo, dude. <laughs> I was, we were talking about the uh, Cox had released uh, some news that they were starting to create Wi-Fi hotspots around the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I walked out, and I, I live, you know, two blocks away from a Cox Solution store. Right. And I, I was, so I turned on the Wi-Fi um, to have it pick up everything around me that it could in the house. Oh, yeah. And it didn't pick up anything from Cox. It's like, well, so it's, it's not, it doesn't, you know, get that far of a reach. It doesn't go two blocks. 
Sure. So I just walk outside and start walking down Dewey towards 23rd, and it just starts popping up all the networks that are right around me in the Paseo. <laughs> and one of the networks is called The Realtor Told Us that this, this was messed up. This was messed up. Park. <laughs> that was the name of the Wi-Fi network. <laughs> I swear hilarious. this is part of Mesta Park. You'll love it. <laughs> Jesus. Ooh, good times living in the Paseo. Never a yeah. dull moment. No. Never. But dull it is not moment. dangerous. That's not well unless you come over to our house. Yeah. There's yeah. no telling what's going to happen over there. The the good people that live in the Paseo are more dangerous than the bad people that wander through it. This is true. And there are some people that wander through it. This is why I uh, I never keep anything in my car, and I always keep the doors unlocked, the console open. Just, <laughs> yeah. make, make it easy to take just, something, but just don't leave anything in there for them to take. Yeah. Come on in and take a look. Just don't break anything. Yeah. It's a 2001 Pontiac Grand Am. I know you like antiques, but uh, let's leave it intact, please. <laughs> they don't make Pontiacs anymore, so <laughs> they don't we want to like keep this, this one anymore. around for as long as we can. <laughs> That's right. You both drive Pontiacs. They don't make Pontiacs. No, I, 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 I uh, drive a Toyota Matrix, which oh, Pontiac made a version of called the right, Vibe. The Vibe, right. Yeah, yeah. Which is actually just a bastardized version of the Corolla. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like my, my Kia Spectra 5 is really a Hyundai Sonata. <laughs> yeah, you hatchback. Know, none of us drive really nice cars. <laughs> I was like talking to people too. All of our cars are old and falling apart. The, in fact, the front floorboard of mine is covered in chili. <laughs> <laughs> because I had a chili cook up where I, I just put the crock pot in the floorboard. And I was like, oh, that'll, that'll ride over there just fine. And I take a quarter and the whole crock pot of chili just spills out over the floorboard. So I get to work and I'm like scooping it back into the crock pot. Wait, not from the floorboard? You did oh, I made not sure I deliver didn't. that. Some of it. It's no, you all, didn't. Not all of it. I didn't like scrape it off of the floorboard. But oh, I had to pick up some of it. They were like, is there a straw wrapper in your chili? It won a prize. Why is there cigarette pack cellophane in your chili? <laughs> is that a rock? Uh, and I think this is how they came up with a plot for Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. <laughs> I made you eat a part of my car. Oh. <laughs> and then you gave me third place. But first place, first place of that contest went to chicken curry. I was like, how does chicken curry win a chili cook-off? I don't think you guys know what. And the second place winner was the guy that organized the contest. Yeah, and so I technically got first <laughs> with my floorboard chili. What, what do you call Four this chili? chili? I call this is this is Matrix chili. You mean like the movie? <laughs> no, the car. No, I did not serve anybody filthy chili. Maybe. Yeah, doesn't matter. There's, you don't work there there's, anymore. I, I, there's still chili on the floor. You know what? So my favorite part about eating your chili is the doubt. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not your parents. It's not someone else I murdered. It's, it's not Soylent Green. It's not Soylent Green. It might be a rock. Uh, it could be I'm, not, I'm not forcing cannibalism up on anybody. Much, mostly. So, yeah. Well, should we go out and have an adventure? I think so. I think that's what's the that's what the plan is. You'll have to wait for a couple more episodes to hear about this one. Yeah, I haven't even bothered to look at the calendar to figure out when it comes this out. Might, the, what we're about to do tonight actually might be the first episode of uh, 2017. Might be, because right? if next year, next week we're doing the week, the year in preview... Well, and no, that, actually, that will come out the 26th. So, when's yeah. this one come? Oh, yeah. So, this no, one comes, yeah, this no, this one, what we're gonna this do one comes out the 19th. What we're going to do tonight will be the first episode of 2017. That's yeah. right. So, yeah, we're, we're about to go. So, that seems appropriate after recording our yeah. 100th episode that we're going to go and do we that do episode. The first That'll be our first one. That's the, our New Year's resolution right there. Is there we're going to go out and, and reengage. Reinvigorate. Start with an adventure. We're going to start off like, urban adventuring. That was our that was our whole deal. Yes, we got so caught up in everything else going on, and well, we've moved into the new studios. Yeah, we've hit we've hit a hundred. Now let's go back and. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm growing my hair out. You will not quit playing with it. He has fucked with his hair for a solid <laughs> yeah. hour. Isn't it awesome? Not really. Just twisting it and twirling it. And you know, if you're going around somewhere and you find hair, and you're wondering Why are who's you it is. It out? Of mine. Why not? Seems like a good time to do it. Do you wash how far, it? How far out are we going? I think I'm, I'm going to go shoulder length, you know. 
I used to have shoulder length hair. I wanna, It'll be easy for people to finally. Tell I want to maybe get a. I want to maybe get a perm. Uh, I don't know. I used to look like a member of Tesla. Maybe uh, I. You know, let uh, <laughs> you know, go hang out at the pump and you know, let the ladies braid my hair. Yeah. Maybe pigtails. Yeah, I, was, I realized. I think it might have been at the party, or it was sometime recently. I've crossed a threshold with you guys where. I've stopped correcting people when they confuse you. I know you guys don't do it because I have all the time, but it's gotten to a point now where I don't even bother anymore. Yeah. Just like, I forget what, who it was or what the context was, but you were doing, John was doing something and somebody go, I don't remember what the context, but it was, it was along the lines of like, you were obviously flirting or hitting on somebody or doing something and like, is he married? Do they have like an open marriage or something? Like, <laughs> I feel like he's always out just like working the room. And it was like, that's why people say that to me so much. Like, you are out all the time. It's like, well, you know, there's two of us. <laughs> yeah. It was like, uh, no, that's not an open marriage. I didn't, I didn't bother <laughs> to even correct him. I just was like, no. no. It's, <laughs> if you wouldn't mind uh, not telling his wife about this, really appreciate that. Thanks. So, and now I've never used that excuse. I've never, I've never flirted with somebody. And then if I get caught, try to say, oh, it was my brother doing it. I've never done that. Yeah. All right. Let's call it. And we're going to go on an adventure and stay tuned. 2017. You'll hear next week all the cool stuff happening in 2017. And then we'll, we'll start out the year by telling you about this cool thing that we just got to experience. Yeah. Or It'll about be a good to. time. So Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Get your PC Clark on. Sing carols. And buy me a present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just email us if you buy us a present. We'll work out delivery. Yeah, I'd like anything off of Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Just send us an Amazon gift card. There you go. Ooh, even better. <laughs> yeah. Just Actually, just, just square cash us. Just send us some <laughs> cash. You've been listening to The Wafty Show with Stephen. Aaron. And John. As always, we need to thank Joshua Path for the use of our theme song, Cement Truck, off the album Between Heaven and Jonestown, recorded by the magnificent Kurt PR. Kurt's, Kurt's awesome. awesome. That is available on iTunes, CD Baby, and anywhere the internet can be found. Remember, as you go out to visit our local places and events, make sure you take care of those who take care of you. Tip your waiters, waitresses, bartenders, musicians, and artists. They're out there working hard for you. We come out with a new episode every Monday. You can find us on iTunes by searching We Apologize for the Inconvenience, where you can subscribe, rate, and comment. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Wafty Show. Facebook.com slash Wafty Show. We'll see you next week. I'll be free. Yes.